Arnold Palmer is the Masters champion of 1960. Expect anything different? It's just not a fair fight. No, it really isn't, Roger. I mean, that is phenomenal. Oh, it's not a cut. That's a slice. And it's a good one, too. Hello and welcome back, all you hookers and slices, to another episode of the Downswing and Golf Podcast. Presented by Ford Champ, I am one of your hosts, Stay and Play Clay, and with me, as always, is Nick the Stick. Nick, how deep are you in snow right now? Not uh, not as bad as I'm going to be by the end of the day tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, we're can... supposed to, like, I don't know, I think like 6 to 12 tomorrow, really? something great. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw most most of the heavy stuff is going a little bit north of me, so just yeah. just towards you. Yeah, I'm actually looking forward to it. You know, I mean, we haven't uh, haven't had much for snow, so I'm kind of looking forward to it. But yeah, unfor- unfortunately, that's also going with a uh, polar vortex. Yeah, uh, through through next week, which is lows in the <laughs> minus double digits, right, and highs in the single digits. Yeah, certainly not uh certainly not golfing weather, that's for sure. Not golfing weather. I wish I was in Arizona watching the waste management with the guys that <laughs> for damn sure. That's uh it's one of those tournaments that are kinda like a bucket list tournament to go to. Not yeah. I wouldn't say like this year though. This year I mean, I don't know how many fans they're allowing. Do they even have I don't even know if I, do they even have the stands up this year? I thought I saw they did. I would assume they do. I assume they're... I mean, Arizona's been pretty lax in terms of its restrictions. Yeah. I mean, they do masks. Sort of, kind of. <laughs> uh, uh-huh. They, 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 call, they call them wink, cups wink. of beer. But, uh, you know, they're, they're, they call their cups of beer masks. Yeah, no. They, I mean, they've been doing they've been doing masks, but they definitely haven't had any. Um, at least that I know of, they haven't had any sort of um, restrictions in terms of um, you know limiting spectators for events or bars or anything like that. Um, yeah, but I haven't been completely up to date on, so I could be. I could be wrong, so don't don't take my word as gospel. Yeah, there's a, there's some in here talking about uh, five thousand fans a day. Okay, yeah, which is a, a far cry from yeah, this what is we like, know of the Phoenix Open. Yeah, I mean, this is like the most trafficked tournament of the year for them. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, hundreds of thousands yeah. of people come over the four days. Yeah, it's nuts the crowds that are there. Yeah. So this will be a little different. For sure. But before we uh before we talk about the waste management, we should go over our results yeah. from our, our picks. Not last week, but two weeks ago. We didn't have an episode last week. Um where we made picks for the American Express and we're just gonna touch on it briefly, um, because there's a lot to talk about in this episode. Um but overall Nick got his first victory of the year of 2021 so congratulations nick your yeah your pick of patrick cantley was pretty darn good 22 under 
Yeah, second place just came out and threw some numbers at the boys this weekend. 65-61. That that is golf in your ball. Sure is. Um, Man. Yeah, so you beat me there. You beat my pick of Ricky Fowler. Uh, your your other guy, Scotty Scheffler, finished at three under, who uh, also beat my, my pick, which was Cameron Champ, who finished uh, in the not-so-good numbers. It was mm-hmm. over par. They both missed the cut. Yeah. But uh, thankfully, I, uh, I I won the Trunk Slammer pick. So <laughs> no sweep this this week. Uh-huh. Close, but uh, Close. yeah. You had you had a better worse pick. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I really shine on those picks. I can <laughs> I can really tell which golfers are are poor. <laughs> I can relate. Uh-huh. Just <laughs> they're my kind of people. <laughs> yeah. I see those guys all the time. Uh-huh. So yeah, I don't know. We uh, we don't we no, nobody's picked the uh, the winner winner. I mean, I think I'll have to check the record. Or you 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 have the sheet up, but uh, I mean, the goal is to pick the winner. So I don't know. Number two's number two's I, pretty I, good. I, but the year best pick of the year. So I'm glad Could to come be. back with a couple of weeks of sweeps. Almost. <laughs> Could be. I mean, the the year is young. The year is young. Plenty of plenty of season left. Um, yes. I think exactly. I think one of us will get a, a correct pick one of these weeks. But uh, hey, it might even be this week. You never know. But uh, yeah, a couple couple things newsworthy in the golfing world world kind of happened um, while we were gone last week. Um, number one. Uh, a little controversy once again revolving around uh, the good old Patrick Reed. Yeah. <laughs> he just always seems to find himself uh right in the spotlight. Yeah, he's he's the deflate gate guy of uh <laughs> the tour that uh can't uh keep his balls inflated. Uh and it's always something and then yeah it just kind of seems like you know now he never he's never going to get the benefit of the doubt i mean every once you're kind of have a bullseye on your back and being labeled um but i mean yeah i don't know it doesn't seem like he cares or i mean i mean i don't know it seems like he cares but only in the sense of like i didn't do anything wrong and you guys should believe that yeah, he never does anything wrong. <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh, go ahead. No, he just, yeah, like always seems to find himself at the center of these things, and yeah, I mean, I don't know whether it's hard, uh, whether anybody in his group saw that his ball bounce or not, but the fact that he was, you know, they have a rules official close by at all times, and he couldn't even wait for that guy to get over there before he right. did his. Didn't, uh, didn't necessarily agree with that that part of it. Yeah, um, yeah, that, that felt like a pretty big no no. <laughs> um, and and of course, you know, he goes on to win the tournament too. So, uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, I mean, you know the saying: what 
where there's smoke, there's usually fire, right? So, yeah. He just seems to keep getting himself into this, into these types of situations, you know. And, and there's plenty of other guys who are, you know, on TV a lot, you know, guys like Dustin Johnson, and and Dustin has had his fair share of, um, I don't know if I would say controversies in set in in the sense of like cheating, obviously, but like he's had his moments of where like he's had some penalties because he's been on TV and. You know the the waste area at the at Whistling Straits. You know the the U.S. Open um, ball moving on the green thing. Yep. Um, and there's plenty of other guys that are on TV uh, that get a lot of airtime. That you know don't you know we don't really hear them having these issues of improving their lie or you know grounding their club in a hazard or or whatever. Um, and you know you know. There's this uh, group of people out there who, you know, historically phone these things in, which is the dumbest thing ever, but those people are out there. Yeah, I definitely don't think the phone-ins should be valid at all. I mean, if it, if no one in the group can tell or, like, you know, as it's happening, then, I mean, I, I don't like that because then, that, yeah, that really just puts a spotlight on a handful of people or you know, specifically the leaders and, and whatnot, but, uh, I don't, yeah. uh, I think they should just outlaw that. But, um, yeah, I mean, other players, I mean, he's not the first to have to deal with rules and fractions. It's just, it always seems like he's trying to, it just feels like he's trying to do sneaky stuff. Like it, it, it's not like he just made a mistake and, you know, right. It, it, like he never, None of these situations, and there's been multiple of these situations with him in his career, but there's never been one of these times where he says, you know what, yeah, I was wrong, you know, or I made a mistake. He always has some excuse or or some sort of story that totally exonerates him uh, from any wrongdoing. Yeah. Right, whereas, um, like... Uh, Roy McElroy had kind of a similar thing happen as well this weekend where because the rough was pretty darn thick at the course they were playing and he had he had a similar thing where uh, his ball was embedded and and he he waited until a rules official came or whatever but you know it was embedded however you know on TV it showed the ball bounce before landing so it's like how did it get embedded if it bounced but apparently, uh, you know, like the volunteer who searched for his ball in the rough, like accidentally stepped on it, and that's how he found it. So that's how it became embedded. Um, oh yeah. But Roy, Roy, like if you listen to his, you know, interview, he's basically of the mindset where he's like, I, I, this didn't make any sense. Like, why would it be embedded? I felt really bad about it. Like, like he felt like general remorse that you know this situation is happening and like he feels like he's kind of getting the benefit of it when he maybe shouldn't have um like he actually seems to feel remorse for the situation because he he cares about the integrity of the sport um especially at you know the high level um where there's a lot of money involved um but you don't really get that sense when it comes to mr reed yeah, definitely agree. You know, they're 
just the way they go about explaining things. I mean, they just, Rory, yeah, I would agree that it just seems believable and like he's, you know, trying to make sure that the right ruling is called for the integrity of this, these situations and Reed just doesn't care. He did it perfect. No one can tell him anything. This is, I, there's no way, even if you have me on video improving my lie, that that's, I, I'm allowed to do that and that's not a rule. The way I saw it, the way it was there, it, 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 right. everything's okay because I'm telling you it's okay. Yeah. Like, it's no. a, it, it's a fisheye lens. The earth is flat. <laughs> Cameras are lying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and and he's probably not going to. Yeah, he just comes across as so pompous and arrogant, and yeah, I just don't like his demeanor. Wow. I mean, I I liked it another like the Ryder Cup type stuff, but like I mean, th- there was never like necessarily a rules infraction. I like his liked his passion in those moments, but as far yeah. as how he care, as far as how he, you know the the TV moments that I see of how he carries himself, don't really like his style or in that capacity and then just that that one where he was brushing the sand away in australia or whatever like it was such a blatant cheating yeah that i mean it's going to take you years to get past that i mean that was there's no way he would not have known yeah and and it's it certainly doesn't help (laughs) that even before he like came into the pga tour you know there were stories about him from college and everything so you know it's not like it's not like this is new stuff um he's he's got a history to it right yeah there's a lot of history there so it's just not working in his favor and and i think i think he's just gonna be the villain yeah he certainly is one of the villains Um, yeah and it's it really is a shame because you know he's he's he won the tournament by five strokes so it's like he doesn't need to do this stuff to to win on the PGA Tour. He's like he's a good enough golfer to win on tour. Yeah, his short game is just awesome. Yeah, like that's that's I think the most infuriating part for me uh, when you have and, and this is this goes multiple sports and, and it's not just PGA Tour. But when you have a really you have a talented player, a talented person who doesn't need to do you know stuff like what Patrick Reed is doing. You or, could win without cheating. Yeah. <laughs> like, why are you, why are you cheating? Like why? Yeah. Why are you doing this stuff that puts you into controversy when you're good enough to, you know, avoid it essentially. It's not like he's trying to like stay on tour and keep his tour card because he barely makes a cut or whatever. And he's trying to, he, he's cheating to just make a cut and get that, you know, those points and those earnings and stuff. Like, yeah, he's solidly on tour. He's winning on tour. Yeah. He's like the millionaire that walks by the Salvation Army <laughs> Christmas bucket on the way in the grocery store and like steals dollars out of the fucking Christmas bucket. <laughs> like, and he pulled up in a beamer like what the hell are you thinking i need i need this for my starbucks <laughs> yeah they don't take credit cards <laughs> it ru- just rubs you the wrong way yeah yeah exactly. but, oh what what else came out this week and the whole the, uh, the yeah the distance report and that the usga and the rna uh, they actually were supposed to come out with it last year, but they shut down. And and what they it wasn't it's not like they've actually done research yet. This is just 
they've they've figured out things that they want to research essentially um yeah but they they you know they shut down essentially last year um when they were originally supposed to do this and so now they're picking it back up um this was all you know obviously covid related yeah um you know basically basically they're saying you know distance is is getting to be too much and the game is moving in an unsustainable direction um when you look at you know the future of this game and and golf courses and everything and uh-huh. I'm curious to know what you think about it, Nick. Yeah, I mean, I, I consider, I try to consider the bifurcation, like having two different sets of rules or equipment or whatnot. Um, yeah. You know, because, I mean, it, to me, it just seems like it's, you you really are dealing with, like, point zero zero one percent of the golfing population like i mean it's really not a problem for right the for the average golfers for even high school college like i mean because no matter what you what you change in my opinion and it should be the ball um but um the like you're all you're the longer players are still always going to be longer like um so it's I mean, yes, I, I, I don't like that they're making these courses. They just continue to get longer and longer. And they like, um, and my, my contention for years has always been, um, <clears throat> if you, if you stop making the courses longer and hypothetically made them shorter, even just a little bit, um, by re- like reducing the dimple pattern on the ball and you could just have limited, basically limited flight balls, um, you know, it would, reduce the cost of golf overall because you don't have to buy the land you don't have to the fertilizer the watering the mowing the maintenance like all these things so the cost of golf comes down which makes it more attainable for people plus you know it's probably you're going to play quicker rounds because you're not you know you don't have to search for the ball as much if if you're just playing shorter courses uh, or just leave them basically where they're at so people don't have to keep extending them um, and then, so yeah, you can play quicker and play 18 holes in three hours, closer to three hours rather than closer to six hours and five and six. And, and that like eats up your whole, like, like your weekend day. And so it just, again, makes it more, um, it, it grows the game in my opinion. So that, that's my long and short. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I didn't need a committee to decide if there's enough information to study it. Like any person can look into the path that, what's happened the last few years. I mean, with the law, how far the players are hitting it. And like, I mean, they didn't come out with any answers. Well, I mean, it, it, it should be noted that like Jack Nicholas, I mean, he, he could hit the ball 300 yards with persimmon woods. Like, yeah. Like, I, I wouldn't say like distance has changed all like that much. Um, I think just more more players are able to hit it longer, maybe nowadays. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I mean, yeah, yeah Jack, a little bit longer, got, but but like not. It's it, not like a significant amount, is what I'm saying. Yeah, he could drive it 300. I I don't know what his average were. Well, like. he he didn't really ever have to because he never 
I mean, the courses back then, you know, they weren't lengthening courses, so, like, he didn't really have to, you know, hit bombs off the tee box. Um, you know, he could he could play a more, I guess, dialed-back game, essentially, um, if needed. I mean, uh, I, I mean, I, co- I completely agree with, with what you said, though, um, and that's the main reason they're looking at this is is for you know making sure that golf courses are essentially cheaper to maintain you know environmental impacts are are lessened and and also yeah you know making it you know a shorter time to to play around um how you know how they do that i i don't know i think you know that's obviously what they're going to try and figure out but um it you know i i think it's i think it's interesting yeah because as you mentioned and and also rory rory mcelroy pointed this out um when he was asked about it like you know usga and rna they're they're focusing on like the basically the 0.01 percent of golfers you know (laughs) right yeah like amateurs aren't out here you know i'm not out here blowing a course away you know i i don't even play the tips you know (laughs) So yeah, like how like how big of a you know a change is really needed? Um, you know, we should be focusing on maybe other ways to maybe get players into playing or people into playing golf, um, and looking at that rather than maybe looking into you know limiting distance, but. But maybe maybe playing wiffle balls is where it's at. Maybe we need to start doing that, or the pros, not us, the pros. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is my two questions. I mean, yeah, it's just like, how do you think about feel about bifurcation? If there was like a, a ball just for just for the PGA Tour, like or just for if you're a pro, here's a pro ball and an amateur ball, and the amateur balls kind of stay the same, but the pro golf ball just it's like limited flight ball yeah so then their average drives come back down to like under 300 which is yeah probably the amateur distance only yes it's using a different ball so it's you're gonna you'd you'd see more long irons hitting into greens and stuff but then again like dustin's still gonna have shorter irons than right woody Woody austin or like whatever player you want to yeah, and still gonna be the longest. And I, yeah, I think I think it really is. I, I don't think it's the fact that you know the longer players are still gonna hit it longer. I think I think what they're really trying to do is like trying to keep you know the historic courses relevant. You know, like St Andrews and um, you know all these courses that just cannot expand, can't add tee boxes. You know, to lengthen the course. Um, you know that have pot bunkers or bunkers in general or hazards in certain spots because you know when they were designed players were hitting the ball a certain length or whatever Uh, yeah they want to keep an element of skill in the game essentially Um, but like I'm not I I wouldn't be opposed to having you know pro balls and amateur balls essentially Um, I mean you look at it's not quite the same, but you look at a lot of other sports like uh, like football and basketball. Um, 
you know, they have different size balls for different age groups or, you know, competitions, essentially soccer too. Um, that's more like ages, but like, like it's, you know, in, in golf, it's like you, there's one ball for everyone, whether you're, you know, five years old or 50, but like for well, soccer, even there, they make, they make different compressions for different, uh, people and different, yeah. you know, they spin differently for the, for you. So there's, yeah, you there's have options, right. To, to play for your play style, essentially. Yeah. You know, more spinning ball, a softer field ball, you know, whatever. But in terms of like, uh, I, I feel like, you know, you look at like football, you, you have the NFL ball is a little bit different than the college ball. Um, you know, that's a little bit different than like peewee ball, you know? Yeah. Baseball, you know, you got pros using wooden bats. Colleges using, I don't know if they're still using metal. I think they are. Yeah, colleges. Um, yeah, I, I couldn't remember if they switched to to wood, but yeah, I'm pretty sure they still use metal. Um, yeah, and then yeah, everyone else is you know below that uses metal. High school and and youth little league whatever. So yeah. you know, like so it's it's not like a you know a far fetched you know thing. Other sports yeah. do a similar thing. Yeah, well, and even NBA, there's there's the pro three point line is different than the the college three point line. Yeah. So you're making it harder for the pros. Um, right. Even though yeah, they can no. hit they can hit shots from half court if they want to. <laughs> they're, yeah. They're just, ridiculous. Just <laughs> the likelihood. Well, right. Yeah, I, I know. I know. But yeah, Steph Curry just throws it up from wherever. <laughs> He just gets the inbound from from the back from the the baseline and just chucks it eighty five yeah. feet or no, whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, they're pros, so they just they deal with it. And I mean, but how good would they? I mean, the games would just be blowouts, or like you would like if if you if they if they played on a college three point line, twelve foot um, hoops. That's what they, they need. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Things change over time, yeah. but I, I would like to see see them continue to stay at courses like historically relevant courses and then and, and to that extent you can't have a different ball at St. Andrews and then a different one at Augusta and a different one at like you know players adjusting from course to course like that's not going to work no no it needs to be one one ball or one type of ball um, or one set of restrictions essentially for like the entire pro you know season or whatever but yeah, um, definitely interesting to see what you know they're gonna eventually come come to the conclusion of and and make a decision and maybe maybe uh, you know rule changes in the future. It'll be interesting to yeah. see what they do. Um, but I, I think we're you know this isn't gonna go into effect this year it probably won't even go into effect next year you know we're, we're probably a few years down the line before anything really changes in terms of this yeah so yeah more to come more to come definitely but but yeah well let's uh yeah let's let's talk about let's talk about the waste management phoenix open 
This is, uh, we got to make some picks for it. Um, yeah. Any particular stories you're looking at before? Um, I don't, I don't know if I have any stories. It's just, it, I guess the only story I really have is just how it's going to feel. Cause it's, it's going to be so different without all those fans there. That's like yeah, what makes like the, the Phoenix open. Yeah. Um, I think 5,000 of the people they let in are going to all be on hole 16. Yeah, right. Just just an empty course outside of hole 16. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah, one yeah, of these... Are you going to the, watch any this weekend? I mean, yeah, it's competing with the Super Bowl, so... I mean, every year it competes with the Super Bowl, but it, it gets done before the Super Bowl, so it's not really... Yeah. It's not really competing. Um, so I mean, Sunday is that Sunday is pretty nice with with that tournament final round going on, and then finishes up, and then the Super Bowl basically starts right after it. Um, mm-hmm. Like it's a nice it's a nice sporting weekend. Um, I don't know I don't know how much I'm actually gonna watch the Super Bowl though this year. The Super Bowl. Yeah. I'm a little. I'm still a little disappointed with, with the results, yeah. in the championship round. Yeah, still bummed out. Well, yeah, a little bit. I thought it was our year, man. I thought it was. Yeah, totally. That was a big disappointment. Just so felt, yeah, I really like... don't really don't care who wins this game. So <laughs> nope, not really. May what? may watch a little just to say i did or see check out some commercials or whatever but yeah i don't even know like commercials probably aren't even going to be good either like so many sponsors are pulling out of the super bowl i mean yeah you know ratings are probably going to be down just because they've been down for pretty much all sports throughout this past year due to covid yeah so like why spend you know millions of dollars for an ad spot that you know it's not going to get watched as much. Yeah. And especially when yeah. just financials are, well, not for everyone, but, you know, a lot of companies took hits with financials. Big companies are still doing fine, but. Yeah. Wall Street's good. Main Street. <laughs> Wall Street. Not doing good. Taking, yeah. taking stuff to the moon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, online ordering and the big, the big huge companies that you know are all part of the the big stock market you know they're doing they're still doing well and people are staying home and ordering online but yeah main street and normal small business is still just hurting like crazy yeah hopefully um, 2021 anyway. will be a little bit of a turnaround in that sense but got a ways to go yeah so yeah, let's uh, let's make some picks for the waste management. You uh, right. you won last time we picked, so I say you uh, can pick first again. Winners winners pick ball back to the winners, whatever the phrase is. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go Spanish. I'm gonna go for John Rom. Oh, he's gonna be my guy. I think, uh, you know, he's 
didn't have a great finish at Tory. Um, so he's uh, Rombo is gonna fire it up. Yeah, I mean he, you know, he went to school at Arizona State there. Exactly. Yes. Kind he of likes his, to deserve. Kind of almost like a home tournament for him, kind of, sort of. Yeah, he's used to the area. I don't know where he lives anymore, but uh, exactly, yeah, he's definitely had his share of desert golf so yeah. I'm sure he'd love to win it. he'd love to win this one and you know he's passionate I mean even the, the fans that are there are definitely going to be loud so he'll he can feed off that and uh, yeah I don't know we'll see I guess we'll find out well, who you got who we'll you like? find out I'm going to go with uh, Hideki Hideki Matsuyama Ooh. A stretch. I mean, he's won this tournament before. Yeah. He seems to play the what course well. That? What? What year was that? What year was that? Um. Did he win it back? To, he won it like back to back, didn't he? Let me uh, let me just open up the Google's quick. Here. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Past winners. Okay, this is alright. Hey, one back to back, 2016, 2017. Okay. Yeah, it was just a couple years ago. Well. Yeah, no, I and I, I do like Hideki. I for some reason I thought it was earlier this uh more than like a decade ago but yeah no not that long ago yeah okay that's solid uh and now we're gonna do kind of a uh more of a uh dark horse right yeah dark horse even though my my best man pick is kind of a dark horse but but yeah, Dark Horse, next pick. What's he ranked? I'll, I'll let you I'll let you flip that around if you want. All right. Uh, you know what? Yeah, I'll flip it around. All right. I'll do, uh, yeah, Hideki is going to be my Dark Horse. Um, and then my my best man, I'm going to go with Brooks. Kepka. Hmm. Okay. Uh, so Dark Horse, Hideki Matsuyama. Okay. Um I am going to stretch a little bit more. I'm going to go with uh, Will Zalatoris. Will Zalatoris. That yeah. is a name. Yeah. Just, uh, he's on, I think he likes it here, and he's, uh, he's going to be, I think he's trending in the right direction, so, um, yeah, he won the TPC Colorado Championship um, back in my home state. So, uh, you know. Yeah, I. you know what? Hey, I'm not questioning your pick. If you're trying to, if you're trying to convince me about your pick, save it. Because your pick is your pick, man. Yeah. If you believe in them, that's all that matters. Uh-huh. I do. Come on, Will. 
Where there's a will, there's a way. So will, there's a way. All right, let's go to uh, the trunk slammer pick. Who who do you got? I've got I've got a guy in mind for this. <laughs> I've got a lovely profile picture in front of me that is just screaming trunk slammer. Yeah. Why don't you bring this one back? I need to uh, pull okay. it. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna go with uh, Jesse Miller. Jesse Mueller, however you pronounce it. His uh, his profile pick is absolutely fantastic. It is. <laughs> <laughs> He's just got that look about him. Just staring into the abyss. Just dead eyes. It's great. I think he's, you know, it's it's nothing personal, Jesse. But you gotta, you gotta, you gotta miss the guy. You gotta be slamming your trunk come Friday. I believe in you. Uh, I mean, but do you? You, you in a way, in a sense. I gotta say, Luke Donald, Luke Donald's profile picture is so—he just looks so old in it. <laughs> uh, every time I go through these profile pictures, I see him like Jesus. He looks like he's seventy years old. It's the lighting. Uh. I'm gonna go for. Uh, I'm gonna. Stretch with a not a will, but a William, a William McGirt. William McGirt. The McGirt. William McGirt. Yeah. Will McGirt is gonna struggle on the dirt. All right. Okay. I think this is a this is a gonna be a grudge match between our uh, between our trunk slammers here. It's going to be a good one. All right, so for the Waste Management Phoenix Open, we have Nick with John Rama as his best man uh, going up against my Brooks Kepka. Dark Horse, Nick has Will Zalatoris going up against uh, Hideki Matsuyama for me. And then the Trunk Slammer is going to be a big, big matchup between William McGirt, who is Nick's pick, uh, going up against Jesse Miller. Uh, for for myself, so will Nick get a second straight victory? Will he get a sweep for the first time this year, or will I be back to the winning ways? I think that's going to be the big question that everyone's going to have on their minds <laughs> this weekend. No other no other uh, event or or storyline is is nearly as big this weekend. Is will Clay bring it back to his winning ways? <laughs> well, like the get, world get back on track. Is hanging with anticipation. <laughs> I'm, yeah. Can Clay bring it back in play? That's the goal. That's always the goal. That's right. Well, yeah. Well, all I got. I think that's it. That's it for this episode. 
Nick, it's like it's like gonna be seventies down in down in Phoenix. And we're gonna be dealing with negatives. <laughs> yeah. Only, snow. Only an eighty, ninety degrees difference, yeah. you know, with the wind chill. Yeah. Not much. Uh but should be a fun tournament. It'll be yeah. interesting to see how it is with uh the lack of fans. Or yeah. severely limited amount of fans. It's only gonna be interesting. This is always and this is always the tournament for me that it's kind of like, you know, it's February, it's a new month, it's like Yeah. It starts to feel like it's leading up towards Augusta. Right, right. Yeah. It feels like, you know, especially since it always is on Super Bowl weekend. So yeah. it's like, okay, the football season is pretty much ending. And so that means essentially you know spring training is beginning for baseball and you know warmer weather is on the horizon for us you know northern states and so the golfing season is is getting closer and that just means yeah the masters is getting closer too we're not too far away it's coming just around the corner it's coming excited yeah Arnold Palmer is the Masters champion of 1960. Expect anything different? It's just not a fair fight. No, it really isn't, Roger. I mean, that is phenomenal. Oh, it's not a cut. That's a slice. And it's a good one, too. Huh.